0: Hello hello Christmas time is here again and this is probably as loud as I will get yippee skippy and a home,
1: home. episode 81 of the hit the deck podcast where we talk tech hockey street hockey ball hockey it's hockey in sneakers and one of those little balls that we're gonna talk about today is the uh the jing jing jingly bells that uh or balls i guess jingle jingle balls like the little dangly bits that are on the end of the the elf shoes and on the the pom-poms on the santa hats i guess and And in fact, there is also a very important ball that will be coming uh, down, as it were, in Times Square, very close to James and myself, in just a few days' time as we record, because it is the final podcast of 2017, and we are ready to go. Well, at least I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm eventually ready
0: to go. How are you, James? I'm hanging in there, my friend. How about yourself?
1: I'm okay, but uh, as you well know, James, uh, and and I'm going to, in the interest of full transparency, I'm going to let the listener know, this podcast almost wasn't, because I have been a day behind all week, and somehow it completely slipped my mind that we were recording a podcast tonight until my wife came in and said, Are you doing a podcast tonight? (laughs) And, uh... Unfortunately, it was only about 10 minutes late at that point, so I had to scramble and set up, and, and, and here we are, delivering a podcast product straight to your ears, hopefully for your enjoyment. Uh, and so I do thank you once again for tuning in to our year-end finale of Hit the Deck, and James, I thank you for your patience and your understanding in my, uh, I don't know, insanity.
0: Quite frankly, well, first of all, thanks to Jen, and it's glad to see that you're not the only goalie in the family with a great save there, mm-hmm. but uh, it's mighty impressive how you were able to scramble up and get on the air and record and set everything up in the matter of minutes, so no problem. No harm, no foul, man.
1: All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> no uh, no trip to the box for me?
0: No, not at all. Nope, nope. It, uh, they're letting him play tonight, so well done, sir.
1: All right. Well, as we discussed in the last podcast, if I had committed a penalty, uh, someone else, probably you, would have had to serve it for me anyway. So it's just as well
0: <laughs> that we're letting them play. And would be proud to do so as well. well so, I appreciate that. Point, <laughs> how are you? How How was your Christmas, James? Christmas was fantastic. Thank you very much. Sure. It was uh, really Christmas Eve was fantastic and, and the weather was nice and everybody had a good time. Everybody was safe. And uh, I think uh, Santa treated my niece and nephew very well as deservedly so and and I enjoyed it very much as well so how about yourself
1: i have a similar tale of christmas <laughs> merriment um yeah no i i did well my daughter did very well santa treated her like uh, uh royalty this year um and yes yeah, so we we have uh actually she got a bell costume so i guess he he did literally treat her like a princess but, um, yeah, so she, uh, she did well. She's, you know, she's all set. <laughs> of course, you know, the, the, she's got a room full of toys, and, and she's, oh, can I play on your phone? Can I play on Grandma's phone? No, <laughs> you can't play on Grandma's phone. Here, play with one of your hundred toys that you've got on the floor here. Uh, <laughs> but that's my daughter. Anyway, um, yeah, so long story short, she did well.
0: Thank you. Excellent. Well, deservedly so. Happy to hear. And
1: I hope that you also had a good Christmas, dear listener, and I hope that your Christmas was brightened by participating in watching or listening to our annual Christmas scrimmage, which dropped last week. It was uh, scrimmage number 12, I think. And uh, as as you know, if you participated, we as a a early Christmas surprise, James and I decided to do it live on Facebook. So you got to see our mugs, our merry mugs sitting there uh, looking right at you and and discussing uh, as it happened this year, Christmas specials, which I think was a fun time. I think it was a good conversation. I think we had a good time. Uh, James, do you agree?
0: I loved it. I really appreciate the studio too. That was fantastic how you let the listener in on uh, the winter wonderland that is the McComaskey household and the Christmas paradise that it is. And, And the cherry on top and the surprise of the whole thing was that gorgeous hit the deck ornament. That was astounding. And thank you so much for my very own hit the deck Christmas tree ornament. I love it.
1: Well, you know, I just, you're very welcome. I don't know. The, the previous week I had one day, I, it had just occurred to me, uh, you know, I wonder if I could get those ornaments made cheaply. I, I wonder if I could get a couple of custom hit the deck ornaments. I don't even know why such a thing occurred to me. I was probably looking at my tree or, or seeing a commercial. I, I have no idea. I Zero recollection of why that would pop up, but, uh, so I decided to investigate online, and I said, can I can I get this done cheaply? And the answer was, no, I could not get an ornament custom-made cheaply. So, of course, my can-do spirit took over, and I said, uh, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Or if you want something done relatively cheaply, do it yourself which uh, really was the the motivating factor here. So um, I, I did I, I went to Michael's well first I did a little investigation in, in into how I would do how I would accomplish the kind of thing that I wanted to do, which is to get a, uh, a ball ornament um, black glitter if possible and uh, get, put our logo on it. So I, I did a little investigation as I said on YouTube and I did so and, and I found a few videos that told me how to glitter the inside of an Ornament, and uh, so I went to Michael's and I got myself a couple of ball ornaments, clear ball ornaments, and I got some glitter and apparently some floor polish. Some like wood floor polish is is what you use. You swish it around inside, let it dry for a minute, and then pour in the glitter and shake it around, and it sticks. And viola, there you are. You have a glittered up ball ornament. And then uh, I had also. I took one of our uh, Hit the Deck stickers, which we have so many of and we love to give out. Uh, I took a couple of our Hit the Deck stickers and I took an X-Acto knife and I painstakingly cut out the, uh, the HTD and the, the circular It's Hockey and Sneakers uh, Hit the Deck podcast border. And, and uh, I carefully applied those
0: to the outside of the ornament and uh, Bob was my uncle and there we were. Fantastic. It, it really looks sensational. It's very happy on my tree, and, and thank you so much. You're welcome. I guess that's uh inadvertent uh, or impromptu
1: tree bag. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't wouldn't, wouldn't call it a gear bag per se, but uh, there you are.
0: Maybe we should save that for next year's Christmas scrimmage. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's already We'll just done, replay it. So. Yeah. yeah, previously on the Hit the Night podcast. <laughs> Well done, really. You really went above and beyond, and it was sensational, so thank you.
1: Ah, You're welcome. <laughs> we should probably get this podcast started. We've been talking for eight minutes already. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> well, then, uh, we should jump into our starting lineup, I think, as we tend to do here on the Hit the Deck podcast. So, for tonight's starting lineup, in goal as ever, I am number 35, your American Rhino, Gary McComiskey, and of course, my illustrious co-host, on
0: defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. Yes,
1: sir. And James Sajazi, could I convince you somehow using my Christmas magic skills? Could I possibly persuade you to
0: tell us what is on deck for this podcast? Absolutely. Well, thank you. Win or loss? Were you a good deck hockey player this year? Did Santa light your lamp with great gifts or shut you down with impenetrable goaltending? The American Rhino and I will share how we did Christmas morning and want to know how you did too. NHL 100. The NHL has been celebrating its historic 100th anniversary all year, as well they should, and Gary and I have shared some of the fun ways the league has invited its fans to the party, one of which has been allowing fans to vote for the all-time best teams, moments, and now greatest uniforms in NHL history. And 2017 Recap. A sincere thank you to our listeners and guests for your great support of our podcast, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram feeds, and YouTube channel. Thanks to you, we have made some good progress this year and met some fantastic people along the way. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir.
1: All right. Well, um, let's just jump into it. First and foremost, I just want to... uh, comment on something you said just now in the on deck, uh, regarding, I understand the thrust of what you were saying. Were you a good deck hockey player? But I would hope <laughs> that, uh, the quality of your deck hockey play did not impact Santa's decision to put you on the naughty or nice list <laughs> because, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a good
0: player to be a good player. And I could attest to that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just tried to put a little spin on the, uh, you know, naughty or nice thing. Mm-hmm. But thank you for clarifying that, American Rhino.
1: I mean, I, I, I hope that it wasn't like Santa was going to bring me a whole new gear set and then I gave up a bad goal. He's like, no, I doesn't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it to Tony Bonner. He's much yeah, right. more deserving of <laughs> of that uh, that vintage gear set that I was going to give the Rhino. Yeah. Oh, but,
0: all right. Now, Santa's much more forgiving. If you put in the time and the effort and and the spirit, that's all we meant by that. So.
1: Santa's sitting. they're going back to the Rudolph, Santa now is sitting in his yeah. chair. Come on, mama could have stopped that.
0: <laughs> I'm glad Hermie's a dentist cuz we could use him too. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, you kind of alluded a little bit to Christmas morning and how did you do? Did you get anything specific uh deck hockey stuff this year?
1: I did actually, and um in Thanks. We'll we'll get to our recap later, and and uh, talking about the the guests and things that we've met along the way. But big assist goes to Tony Bonner for the recommendation. Uh, I actually got the slide plates that he recommended on the podcast a few weeks ago from from uh, Santa. So thank you, Santa. I will put those on my pads and hopefully it will make me a better goalie and, and uh, maybe stop, stop enough goals that I will rate that new gear set next year.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
1: as for any other deck hockey related gifts, I don't believe that I did get anything else that was uh, related in any way to deck hockey. The, the most tangentially related other hockey gift that I got was uh, a pair of Mets tickets and the Mets play at Citi Field, which is hosting the Winter Classic in a few days. So that, that's really that that is a I will hurt myself with that stretch, but that's really the extent of it. So so slide plates or bust. How about you, James?
0: Nicely done. Um, well, actually, this is an indirect gift for me. I found out that my nephew has joined a deck hockey league. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. He's six. So um, I want to pop my head in there. Hopefully you and I can go down there and, and see what it's all about or whatever the case is. Absolutely. But I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can call the game. That, that, yeah. no, that's probably not a great idea.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, if it's uh, organized well, like all the other leagues that we've talked about over the year, which, again, Gary and I will talk about at the, uh, the end of the podcast mm-hmm. for the recap, but – You never know, man. I mean, that that's pretty exciting. And I had no influence on him either. I wasn't pushing him to do it. I didn't even know that they were doing this. So really excited about that. To be determined. (laughs) Yeah. Every time I see my niece and nephew, aren't you playing deck hockey? (laughs) You (laughs) should (laughs) be playing that now. You know what'd be fun? Playing deck hockey? No, no, no. no, no. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? I think uh, I know a guy who can hook your nephew up with some stickers. For, yeah. uh, for his his league. So absolutely. You know, and uh perhaps perhaps uh you can hook his father up with a business card.
0: Yeah, very true. <laughs> I, thanks to a certain American rhino, I have both. So much and they're very slick and cool looking too. So very sharp. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we'll do. And then yeah, for uh deck hockey stuff, not this year for me, but indirect hockey stuff. My brother and nephew again. Speaking of my uh, my nephew, they uh, scored matching Rangers jerseys. Nice. It was pretty cool. So they needed upgrades for that. So they got the, the blue home jerseys.
1: Anybody in particular or just a blank jersey? Yeah, just just blank. All right. Well, that's and, that's all purpose. That's a catch-all.
0: That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and also for myself, I received the Gretzky book, which came out last year, but that's fine. Uh, it was worth the wait the 99 stories and, and all that. So I've only read about four chapters so far, but it's a real page turner and it's exciting and fun and so cool. Nice. Um, yeah. And, uh, the final thing I got was from the dumb and dumber movie. If you're not familiar with the character sea my brother found the sea bass hat, which he gave me and I'm very excited about. So it's the trucker hat that sea bass wears in the movie. And to keep this a family podcast, I won't say what it says. It's nothing <laughs> dirty indirectly, but, uh, it's like that's that's saying, wine them, and stuff. So, but uh, that was really a nice surprise. I didn't even think that they made that. So, I'm really excited well, about anybody that.
1: anybody who listens to the podcast for any length of time, I think, knows of your affinity for Seabass. So, uh, All right. <laughs> you know, good for them. It's good for you. Good, congratulations, yeah. James. I'm glad that you uh, got <laughs> your, your hockey itch scratched a little bit. So, um, you know, thank you, Santa.
0: Amen to that. Uh, what else is going on? Well, speaking of jerseys, And uh, the 100th anniversary of the NHL, which is coming to a close, but a heck of a year. Mm -hmm. 2017 was fun to go down memory lane and learn so much about the league. Well, you know,
1: I have to I'm going to I'm sorry, I'm going to just interrupt for a moment to dispute what you just said. You okay. say it's coming to a close, and I understand that the NHL started celebrating this in January because everybody jumps the gun on this stuff, but the anniversary was literally a week ago. So, you know, the fact that they're... <laughs> you can't say that it's coming to a close. Okay, I'll give you that the NHL's celebration of the anniversary is coming to a close, but the actual anniversary year is is pretty much... We're, we just started it, so I'm I'm just going to there my my little sidebar to nitpick is is concluded so please continue
0: okay fair enough but um one of the cool things that they do is allow fans to vote on their website and as we said about best moments and teams and things and sure yeah the funny thing is the last time that we played uh, in the liq john mentioned how much he loved the old whalers logo and jersey mm-hmm. and lo and behold we go online and there it is they started the uh, vote for the all-time best uniforms in the NHL. And it's literally every jersey and every team that's ever played in the NHL from the beginning right on up to 2017, including the Vegas Golden Knights, as a matter of fact. Okay, nice. Yeah, and um, quite frankly, I thought it would be a lot easier to pick the worst uniforms because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to uh, kiss butt here, I'm being honest, because over the last hundred years, the NHL has had some excellent team logos, colors, and uniforms. And uh, so the the way that they do it is it's it's random where they'll and it's very specific too. for example, for Rangers fans and Mm -hmm. and Bruins and Hawks fans and stuff that uh, over the years, they've gone through some different logos and and jerseys and even color schemes. But uh, they go to specific eras of the uniform. Mm -hmm. So you can have like for the Bruins, for example, we'll go over the top 25 in a minute. But they uh, they have two different uniform schemes Mm -hmm. on the top 25 and so on and so forth. And, um, that's pretty fascinating, but it's random. So it'll put up like, for example, the 47 to 76 Rangers versus the 80, 94 flames. And then you have to pick which one you like better. And then it goes on from there. Speaking of which, some of my favorites and the American Rhino, uh, you have an eye for this. So I'd really curious to know what your favorite uh, uniforms have been and this has nothing to do with our favorite team the rangers we're not betraying anybody here so we could be totally honest and it's all cool but uh, my favorites were the brooklyn americans which only lasted like a season because they were Mm. really the new york americans and they still played in manhattan but whatever (laughs) Uh, speaking of the 47 to 76 rangers which is basically their uniform now with the rangers uh, word down across their chest Mm. and the blue, red, white, and blue. Uh, the '80 to '94 Flames. Again, uh, big Theo Fleury fan, and I really like those uniforms. They were slick. The '91 to '98 Sharks. When they came into the league, really impressive right off the bat. And uh, please forgive me, but I, I think I'm going to score points with a few listeners out there. I really like the '72, '73 Islanders. Uh, okay. I'm a sucker for yeah. I'm a sucker for orange and blue. Die-hard Met fan. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the first season of the Islanders, their home jerseys were really beautiful. They changed them because uh, apparently, uh, I learned this from Patrick, that the TV uh, at the time wasn't as good as it is now by any stretch of the imagination. So their uniforms, their home uniforms were blue, royal blue. Mm-hmm. And the numbers were orange outlined in white. And it was really gorgeous. But for some reason on the TVs at the time, it didn't really translate very well or you couldn't see the numbers. So then they had to reverse that where they kept the, the royal blue body but the numbers were white with orange trim. But at that time, they had, like the Mets jerseys now, they're alternate jerseys. It's royal blue body and orange numbers with white trim, which I just think looks so gorgeous. And uh, so those are some of my favorites.
1: All right, yeah. I, well, I'm not as well-versed in the uniform as you, James, and uh, longtime listeners will be shocked to learn that I did no research on this topic. But um, just off the top of my head, uh, <laughs> as far as, I can think of one of the worst uniforms right off the top of my head, and that—that's uh, the you know uh, what trust yeah, the Gordons go fisherman.
0: Yeah, go go that route. <laughs> that that's cool. Yeah, the worst of, of all time. That's well, a lot easier to go through. But I agree. I don't.
1: That. I mean, again, I'm I'm not well. I'm not qualified enough to to speak. I'm just I'm in my own limited experience. Uh, I know I am going to get some flack from the Islander fans who listen to the podcast, but <laughs> really that that fisherman jersey was not a not a pretty jersey and in in the interest of uh, equal time we spoke a couple weeks ago about the rangers winter classic jersey this year and that i think that's pretty hideous too so i'm um, i'm you know it's, it's <laughs> much as i like to slag off on just the islanders i have to admit when my team gets it wrong too so i do i i agree with you in in the americans having a nice jersey I mentioned a couple weeks weeks on that same podcast that uh, we were talking about the Rangers jersey that I always liked the Buffalo jersey, the, the classic look with the, you know, the, the crest and the, yeah, I thought, I always thought that was a very nice jersey. The Red Wings, I don't have a specific year, but that winged tire, that winged wheel is really like, you know, that is, that is classy. Um, I, I don't think it's a good looking jersey, but I always had a soft spot for the Purple Kings jersey. <laughs> I don't know why. But, uh, you know, something about it always kind of appealed to me. Uh, Let's see. What else? I feel like there's one I'm forgetting. I like the Knights jersey. We talked at the beginning of the year when uh, they first announced the jersey design, what we liked about it and didn't like about it. But I think there's a lot more good than, than bad in that jersey. And I think you know, it has the potential to be really one of the classic NHL jerseys in a few years when they tweak it properly.
0: Ooh. Let's see. Well, speaking of original six, cause quite frankly, I love all the original six mm-hmm. jerseys and logos. Uh, maybe I don't like the teams themselves, but like the Blackhawks, the Bruins, um, any, you feel either way. I obviously you mentioned the, the wings. Yeah. Any, uh, any votes for the Bruins or Hawks? Um, I've got to be honest
1: coming up in the, in the, the late, the mid to late 90s uh, as a hockey fan, it took me a long time to even figure out what the Bruins jersey was supposed to be. Like, I don't, I, I didn't understand, like, the spoked wheel or whatever it was. Like, what does this have to do with bears? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> but by the same token, the, when they changed over to the uniforms that did have the the bear on them, the, I don't think those look that great either. So uh, there is something to be said, of course, for the original six, but I think, you know, it it's okay. Uh I'm not going to call it, you know, an all-time classic just because it's an original 6 jersey. The Blackhawks is classy. Uh it's a little too colorful. The like the the headdress, the Indian headdress is a little too colorful for my my liking, but I respect the jersey. Um the Leafs, honestly, the 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 Leafs I don't really care for the the like the, the just the blue and white. It's you know that that's the other end of the spectrum. It's a little too plain for me. Canadians, eh, again, like you know the 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 C H thing. It took me a long time to figure out what that was all about. Like, what's the what is the, why is there an H in there? Why for Montreal? That doesn't make any sense. Same,
0: same here. But
1: yeah. you know, obviously now we know that it's les habitants. But, um, yeah. but coming up again
0: i had no idea what that was
1: yeah i mean i i don't
0: well uh, um, let me do this then yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. Just go go, ahead. we'll go we'll we'll go over the top five right now, so please, at the recording of this podcast, instead of going over the top twenty five mm-hmm. and uh in number one is the nineteen fifty nine to twenty eighteen Chicago Blackhawk, okay. Number two is the 79 to 92 Hartford Whalers. Mm -hmm. Number three, and this is definitely not on my list, the 93 to 2006 Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Really? Okay. In the fourth spot, the 79 to 95 Quebec Nordiques. Mm -hmm. And the fifth spot goes to the 78, 81 Minnesota North Stars.
1: Okay. uh... Yeah. I respect the North Stars as you know, for, for what they were, and, and I, I like their, their jersey, but I don't know if I'd put it as an all-time classic. Um, I, I did think of a couple more while you were talking. Uh, I, I did, I've always liked the Winnipeg Jets. Um, they're, I on think that, they're on the list, yeah. Yeah,
0: and uh, both the old design and the new design. It, it's funny you should say that because at 15 is the 79 to 90 version, mm-hmm. and number 10 is the 90 to 96 version.
1: And this, this, this one is a bit of a dark horse pick and it could just be because I have uh, a a merry soul, but I've, I've always had a soft spot for the devil's Christmas tree jerseys, the red and green. I don't, I don't care for the franchise, but the Jersey, I, I, I like, I like red and green. I think, you know, it's the,
0: you know. Oh, and another thing, too, is the updated Winnipeg Jets. The Mm -hmm. 2011 to 2018 uniform is on there, too. So they are well represented here.
1: And the green wild jersey. Uh, I want to the the wild jersey is also uh, a really clever design. That just that whole thing. That's that's really well done. And I think that should be I I don't know where the, the wild jersey ranks on this list, but I would put it top 10, like just because of how well done how well executed the whole thing is.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to know because I agree this top 25 is a little skeptical to me, but, uh, Mm -hmm. number six are the Buffalo Sabres, which you mentioned. And number seven are the Detroit red Wings as well. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, um, I don't, at least not on the top 25 are the wild. And I agree with you. I thought that that's a really cool color scheme and the logo is really clever and they came out right off the bat. But, Mm -hmm. uh, for Winnipeg, I'm in, I'm I'm impressed there that three of their logos are on the top 25, and yeah. I, that's one of the smallest. Which I guess doesn't reflect on the on the fandom, but they play in one of the smallest arenas in the NHL. But you know, when it comes to uniforms, this is a whole different ballgame.
1: Yeah. All right. Well. You so know, there you go. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good report, James. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I'm already starting to lose my voice, and we're only uh, 28 minutes into the podcast. This is not a good sign. I, I've had too much wassail, perhaps. <laughs>
0: well, playing hurt is a part of playing deck hockey, so we appreciate that you're fighting through it. Oh, Margarita. come on.
1: It's, Please. All I'm doing is talking. That's hardly, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm limping along uh, trying to finish the game with a broken ankle or something. I'm just, I'm, I'm just talking. Let's Let's, you know. Uh, let's put uh, things in perspective here
0: fair enough fair enough but uh talking is not as easy as it may sound and you do need to warm up your vocal cords before you do a podcast so uh, i've never done that had time to do it so anyway well done but speaking of thank yous and everything 2017 for this lovely hit the deck podcast, I think was a pretty successful year overall. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it starts out with, uh, some many, many, many highlights, including our guests. And we finally had Superfan Sue on and mm-hmm. Superfan Anthony as well.
1: Well, kind of, we had, it, we, we had a brief, um, we had we game. We featured him briefly in one of our, uh, like uh our, our, our live broadcasts. So that was nice. But yeah, we, we do have to get him on for a full interview.
0: Definitely. So but what, uh yeah
1: check your inbox in twenty eighteen there, Superfan Anthony.
0: But uh the Superfan Sue interview was I thought fantastic. She did a great job and, and was a nice way to officially thank her for her wonderful support. Yeah. We had the ladies of the U.S. Women's National Ball Hockey Team, Miss Sherry Stewart and Amber Moore, which was fantastic and a thrill. Yeah, we peaked. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Of course, we had uh, LIQ guys. Uh, Brad and and Mike were on again, and uh, Brett was on for the first time, so we Mm -hmm. appreciate that.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Rachel Green of the Rose Charities was kind enough to uh, stop by and tell us about the Rose Charities tournament, which Mm -hmm. Gary and I played in, and Gary... Surprised me by uh, getting me into that uh, tournament, so thank you for that. Well, as That's I said surprise. at the
1: time, I I couldn't very well play without my top defenseman. So,
0: well, you know, was, you
1: don't you don't. Uh, you, it's just not done.
0: You're a good man, and of course, rounding things out, at, uh, we ended the year on a bang with a bang. Thanks to Jeremy Laws and uh, Tony Bonner of the Columbus Deck Hockey Association. Yeah, those guys
1: are both great guests and great conversations. And, you know, we hopefully that leads to things, great things in the future. I've said great a lot, but, uh, you know, tremendous, tremendous things in the future. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Uh, There we are. Done and done.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeremy has been more than just a friend of the podcast. He's actually lining things up for us, too. So we're looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, and coming in 2018, we have some really exciting things that we're happy to. uh, We're not going to share with you just yet, but we are uh, tentatively looking forward to with enthusiasm. So keep an eye out for
0: that early in the year. Yes, sir. Speaking of more highlights of 2017 and groundbreaking deck work from our podcast, and this is all thanks to the genius of the American Rhino, but uh, we did some play-by-play, speaking of Anthony and, and the Misfits and stuff and out in Long Island, which I had a blast doing, and of course, the roast Charities as well. That's because you did most of the work. That's not, come on, listen, That's <laughs> that's not true by a long shot. Listen, yackety, yackety, yackety. I know what
1: you think. I know what you think the, the hard part is. Y- you think the hard part is the stuff that I do, doing the camera work while I'm engineering the show and and, and uh, providing color. I understand that. But from my perspective, sitting there and competently calling an entire game is, is really hard. So I, I consider that the difficult, hard, heavy lifting.
0: Well, I'm glad you feel that way because I, personally, I just could not even attempt to do what you do. Not only that, but you even created the the equipment to record the stuff on and and set everything up. I didn't create it. I'm portable. not an electrical engineer.
1: No, I, just, I mean, you know, put everything together. It's,
0: it's, it's, so. mighty impressive. Which uh, which a lot of other uh, speaking of the uh, you know. From the college that we went to, I think the equipment that you came up with was far superior than a university. So well done, sir. Well,
1: having gone to St. John's and worked at WSJU, the, the campus radio station, the uh, uh, the voice of St. John's University, 590 a.m., WSJU. Uh, having worked there, and by worked, I mean spent hours and hours and hours with no pay, Um uh, having having worked there for for so many years, you know you had to kind of be able to jury rig stuff and and get things working on your own if you wanted to be broadcast. So, you know, I think that background served me well, and I think it served you as well. Since you had to carry when you were you know a sportscaster there, I think you had to carry a bunch of these uh, games and make them interesting when they had no right to be interesting, and probably nobody was listening anyway. So. You know, I think that that kind of molded your sense of professionalism a bit as well. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll I'll take that. But uh, anyway, well done. So good good stuff there and <laughs> much appreciated by, by from the bottom of my heart. And I'm sure all the fans appreciate that, too. So, yeah.
1: And Thanks. we we do want to do more of those. We haven't yes. given up on it. Just uh, logistically, it's been difficult. But if you want to see us do more, let us know if you have a league that you'd like us to come out and, and try our hand at broadcasting a game for. You know, let us know that, too. We'll we'll see what we can do. If there's something else that we haven't yet attempted that you think we'd be a good fit for, that you'd like to see us try, let us know, please. We're, we're open to suggestions. We are open to uh, what our fans want to see from us. And please, you know, email us at hitthedeck, D-E-K, at gmail.com, or, you know, tweet at us at pod or drop us a line on our Facebook uh, at Hit the Deck. So we want to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. And uh, speaking along those lines and Gary's YouTube how to's, I really enjoyed very much. Uh, you showed us how your genius works and, and uh, especially Tony and you had a great conversation about upkeeping goalie equipment, which is probably the hardest thing to do in deck hockey, especially on the surface that we play on. Mm-hmm. So really appreciate those how to's. And, and that's the great thing is Gary does these things because not just telling you how to do it, but he lives it. And he tries it out and he figures it out and then hopefully shares with you and then you can do it on your own and and upkeep your stuff and and away you go. So really helpful and much enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I've got I've actually got one or two uh, pretty simple um, non-goalie things in mind. I just have to convince myself to sit down and do them. So, you know, if you want to pester me to get those done, feel free, (laughs) you know, if you if you keep badgering me to do it, then that's that's the best way to get it done. So, uh, you know, if you want to see some more how-to stuff from us,
0: let us know. Very cool. And also, too, speaking of the podcast itself, you did a fantastic job on the international ball hockey coverage. Speaking of uh, the lovely ladies of the U.S. Women's National Ball Hockey Team, that was a blast. I mean, you really did a fantastic job with that. And between the Facebook page and putting up the live feeds of the games themselves and then... Doing the whole podcast and the scrimmage
1: well let's uh, let, let, let's let's clarify here. I linked to the live feeds of the games I didn't actually go to uh whatever that town's name was that we never quite uh, figured <laughs> out in the the Czech Republic and actually broadcast them uh, you know i just I just went to the web page and copied the link and then posted it on our Facebook page so you know
0: and much appreciated and well done too. Part and, do pizza. Yeah, what, what there was about 13 different pronunciations of that uh, town yeah. that, that you heard?
1: Yes, depending on how much the broadcaster had had to drink that day, I think.
0: <laughs> and uh, all ungodly hours, too, because they were really early, early, early in the morning stateside most of those games. So thank you very, very much for that, mm-hmm. American Rhino. And speaking of which, the American Rhino raised the bar very high for all podcasts, not just hockey-related podcasts, but the recording the engineering and uploading the podcasts week in and week out making them sound terrific despite the many many obstacles in his way including Skype which has really been a thorn in our sides over the last few months for whatever reason so yeah. well done sir and tapping the stick to you for doing a fantastic job
1: i've got an idea about that i have to talk to you james uh and so listener you you may get a bump in quality of this podcast in, in sound quality, uh, depending on whether or not we're able to execute something competently. But uh I will I will talk to you in the coming days and weeks about that, James.
0: All right, cool. If anybody can figure it out, it's you. Yeah. Uh and the podcast, I thought we came up with some pretty interesting topics over the season, especially over well, yeah, the year, we. I should say
1: you take t- if you're giving me all this credit take the credit where where you deserve it where you've rightfully earned it James you have come up with many interesting topics for us to discuss on this podcast
0: uh, thanks for letting me do something at least to contribute so how about that but uh, one of the highlights I loved was your champion checkdown which was brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to that and, and watching it unfold. Which uh, was brilliant. I mean, combining wrestling, the uh, the Survivor Series with with deck hockey was. I think
1: that was the Royal Rumble, wasn't the it? The Royal Rumble. Excuse me. Which is coming up again. I can't believe it's been almost a
0: year since we did that. That's uh, uh, that's coming up again in a few weeks. Oh boy! But uh, that was that was a big highlight. I thoroughly enjoyed that very much. The uh, obviously the the deck the news on deck was great this year, and hopefully it will get better next year and that's thanks to Jeremy Laws as well as we have uh, some topics lined up for deck hockey related stuff but the his league the CDHA itself and and the Brigantine uh, hockey league down in Jersey to name a couple and the uh thriving deck hockey world of uh that's in Pennsylvania is yeah. really terrific that that's been just fantastic Arizona's doing such a great job too over there in the West Coast so keep it up it it's fantastic and and I think that's hopefully brought the uh this is the point of the podcast is to bring deck hockey to the floor and as jeremy was saying too and and tony as well that it's a lot more popular than people give it credit for and it's its own sport it's not just it's hockey that you can't play on skates it's it's its own thing and well i mean we don't
1: we don't uh it's i mean our tagline isn't hey it's its own thing it's (laughs) it is it it's hockey and sneakers so you know i mean Yes, you're right. You don't, It's not just ice hockey and roller hockey rejects to play it, but let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, it is just hockey on a, a, a flat, frictioned surface.
0: Yes, but as I was going to say is how many times have you heard NHLers, including Wayne Gretzky and, and talking about other NHLers, that they grew up starting by playing deck hockey or shinny and things like that. So it's a nice progression. And that's what I'm curious to see, too, how my nephew uh, goes along with this, because as a lot of us growing up uh, years ago i mean in our 40s and 30s and so on is that before video games took over everything we played outside and we had friends and and we did things and ran around and one of those things including cities like new york and boston and and columbus is deck hockey and street hockey so um that's just it's it's wonderful to see and uh, we enjoy it and and it's it's great to see how many other people around the country of various ages, enjoy it too. So you don't just have to be a kid. It goes right up to 50 plus leagues. So it's Mm -hmm. healthy and great. And we appreciate the support and and really enjoy it.
1: Yes, sir. I I agree wholeheartedly. So uh, thank you for, thank you for that And, and thank you to all of you listeners and ambassadors for the sport out there who keep the sport of deck hockey thriving.
0: And from that, not only talking deck hockey, but some of the great games that we actually played in in the LIQ and in tournaments as well. Some of the new gear that we picked up over the year, the American Rhino has a new mask, a new stick, and now the sliders. So really curious to see how those uh, turn out.
1: I'm like a whole new goalie
0: out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, you're, you're you're you improved. I mean, you were good to begin with, Did but I? you just took it to a whole other. Yeah, it's really some of the saves. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... I
1: had, like, I had, honestly, I feel like I had a stretch. I had this golden stretch of a few weeks where I was at the top of my game, and then I just fell off, maybe not fell off a cliff, but I, I definitely plummeted down to earth hard. So, uh, you know, it was. it's ups and downs. You know, it's like anything, and I'm not getting any younger. So, like any of us. So, uh, I appreciate the kind words, but I was just happy to be able to get out there and play.
0: I think it's more of a credit to the quality of play of the LIQ because that has really improved a lot, especially yeah, with the new players that have come along. And that's all thanks to Brad and and, uh, and the guys on the Facebook pages mm-hmm. to promote it. Um, Mike in in goal. Uh, we needed to see more of him hopefully next year. I know the man got married and had some busy things to take care of. But yeah,
1: I think he's retired from the crease, James. I think uh, his knee condition oh, no. has uh, forced him to hang up the pads.
0: Oh, man. All right. But uh, but Craig, too, he's really. Yeah, he's uh, been
1: he's been at the top of his game. He's made some ridiculous saves lately the last month or two. Uh, Well, we haven't really played much the last month. But yeah, he Craig is definitely, you know. uh, Yes. So you're right. The the general level of play has definitely been raised. And I'm grateful for that.
0: Right. So if uh, which I'm kind of trying to tell myself, too, that when we have a bad day on the deck, it's. More because of the competition is so much better and the, the guys that play are so much better. So, you know, it kind of evens out in, in the end. But uh, I overall, I give you an A for your performance of the season, of the year.
1: Yeah. Well, OK. Thank you, James. Um, yes. Unfortunately, one of the games uh, and one of the events that we look forward to every year, we were not able to play in this year and uh, may not ever be able to play in again which was the Hockey at Rockies tournament organized by George Kornienko, who you may remember, uh, sadly, unexpectedly passed away this year. So we were sorry to have lost him, but we were grateful for the opportunity to have known him, however briefly. And uh, hopefully in the future, something can be done in his honor and in his memory. He was a good guy, and uh, the the hockey world has lost one of the good ones. So... Um, you know godspeed george wherever you may be you know happy travels uh hopefully you're scoring goals in that uh you know deck rink in the sky but uh we'll we'll catch you down the road brother
0: yeah amen to that as a matter of fact uh, speaking of craig is that's one of his stomping grounds and yeah. hangout places he and patrick um and a couple of the other guys of the LIQ still go to the the new place where uh rocky sullivan's is right down the the street from where it used to be, but uh, Craig was saying that there's kind of, at least the last few times that he went there, he was curious about if they were going to do more deck hockey in George's honor, and there's like different owners there now, so it's kind of, I don't know if it's settled down, and hopefully everything is all taken care of now and organized, and maybe next year they can honor George's uh, memory, and I really, they they should honor his memory in, in that aspect for future deck hockey tournaments, but Uh, Craig has been on that and hopefully we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, big loss for us.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, not all bad. We have the winter classic to look forward to. Now, now James and I couldn't afford tickets to go to it, unfortunately, which is ironic considering it is at our, you know, our, our, our quote unquote home away from home city field where we've seen so many Mets games in the last few years. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we we are not going to be in attendance, but we will be watching with great anticipation cheering on the away team, the road team, our beloved New York Rangers, which is still bizarre. But, you know, we have that to look forward to. So, uh that is definitely a way to ring in the new year uh hockey style.
0: Amen to that. By the way, have you seen Henrik Lundqvist's pads for this game?
1: Yes, I have. They are they they're great. They are uh you know, in contrast to the jersey that he's going to be wearing above them, I really like the pads. They are they share some qualities with the jersey with the NY, the the NY style that's on there, but it has kind of uh, very very reminiscent of the Mets logo, the kind of the baseball stitching and the skyline and uh it it it's really it's a a really classy set of pads. And I can't wait to see him make some big saves in them
0: yeah so uh, mr bonner tony if you can i know you're you got good connections with the devils <laughs> but uh um you know uh, i'll I'll see you about payment later but if you could swing those pads for the american rhino you'd be my hero forever
1: dude i i'm sure those are going to be auctioned off for some charity after the game and they're gonna you know make a pretty penny indeed so i i'm not holding my breath on that
0: all right Anyway, but yeah, there's something to look forward to in 2018, as well as Hit the Deck's third season, Mm -hmm. which, as we said, there will be more great guests and more fun deck topics.
1: Yep, and uh, I'm just going to drop a little hint here. I'm not ready to officially announce anything, but um, keep an eye on our website coming up very soon, because there are some exciting things happening in cyberspace for Hit the Deck as well, so... That's something you're going to want to uh, keep an eye on. Ooh!
0: And again, I mean, we can't say this enough, uh, 2016 and 2017, it's all thanks to you, the listener, especially Sue, Anthony, Brad, and Jeremy, and everybody else that tunes in each and every week. We appreciate it. And thank you, American Rhino, for doing this whole thing. And hopefully 2018 will be a banner year for Hit the Deck.
1: Yeah. So in 2016, we welcomed superfan Sue into the fold. In 2017, we promoted superfan Anthony. Who will be the next listener to achieve superfan status? I wait with bated breath. Will it be you? Maybe. I don't know. Only one way to, to, to get there, and that is to get yourself... To you know, interact with the podcast, get get yourself uh, involved with us here at Hit the Deck, and you know maybe maybe we will sing your praises as well for random reasons and 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 uh, bring you up out of the blue. Oh, speaking of superfan Anthony, I just want to I, I don't want to ring out the old year on a down note, but unfortunately, we talked about on the podcast the Misfits did lose their opening round playoff game, so. They will have to uh, get back out there and start the march to a championship uh, anew, afresh, in 2018. So, um, Misfits, good luck out there, and we'll catch you in the new year. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. Thank you for your dedication to our podcast. We sincerely appreciate you as well and do not ever want to you to feel like you have been taken for granted. You are, in fact, an integral part of this show. So thank you for that. Thank you for everything. Thank you, the listener, for listening, as we we just spent a whole lot of time saying, but it bears repeating. We couldn't do this show without you. We really appreciate you. So please continue to listen. Tell your friends and, you know, offer your suggestions to us here at the Hit the Deck podcast as to what you would like to see to make it a better podcast in 2018 and beyond, thank you to the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you to Anthony Sajeyz for music used in this very podcast. And uh, if you would like to get involved with this podcast, I mentioned it before, but I'm going to mention it again. We are not hard to find. We can be found on Twitter at Hit The Deck Pod on Facebook. We are Hit The Deck. At Gmail, we are hit the deck at gmail.com. Please feel free to email us. Subscribe to this podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Stitcher. Subscribe on any number of platforms. If there's a platform where you habitually get your podcasts where we are not, we want to be there. Let us know and we will try, try, try our level best to get there. Subscribe to us on YouTube because, as I said earlier, we've got some exciting things coming down the pike. And you're going to want to know when we drop some cool stuff. So if you subscribe, you'll get one of those little dingy notifications when we do. So... We want you to be there. And, uh, of course, we want you to spread the good word. Spread the gospel of Hit the Deck, if you don't mind. It is the only way that this thing is going to grow, grow, grow. And we want 2018 to be the year of Hit the Deck, and you are a big part of that. So thank you in advance for helping us to help you and help everyone spread the Deck Hockey Gospel. Amen. Amen, James, is there anything I've neglected to mention here?
0: No, you got it all. And uh, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support, Uh, American Rhino. Thank you for everything. And a very, very Merry New Year to everybody.
1: Indeed, what he said. So whether you are out there in the freezing cold waiting for uh, the ball to drop or whether you are sitting inside griping about not being able to afford tickets to watch your favorite team play in an epic event. Whether you are out there on the deck hockey surface not having your best game or whether you are having the game of your life, regardless, I would encourage you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. And, um, I mean, we, you know, we've, uh, we've had, I, i no, no, nope. Sorry. My brain just powered down.